and welcome to the Re-Re-Read podcast, where we consider what contemporary writers like you and me can learn from classic literature. Today's topic is The Turn of the Screw, and why you might want to try writing like Henry James. Now seems as good a time as any to talk about the Baroque elephant in the room, which is James's language. After decades of browbeating by minimalism, show-don't-tell, and general admonitions to streamline our prose, can we learn anything from James's seemingly obsolete style? I think I first read Turn of the Screw in high school. I have a vague memory of my English teacher, who was blessed with a quavering voice and mysteriously blue fingers, intoning about the sexual nature of the threat. Despite this intriguing suggestion, I recall being irritated by the story because it was supposed to be so incredibly scary, but I could not get through the prose. If the tale was supposed to keep me on the edge of my seat, why did it take the narrator forever to get the simplest point across? If she was so terrified by her experience, how did she have the mental capacity to even construct such long, involved sentences? Yes, the story is told in retrospect. But wouldn't it have been better to make it more immediate so that the narrator's reactions could be more visceral and therefore believable? The whole thing seemed pointless. You know, maybe back then people managed to get scared while wading through giant blocks of convoluted language, but today James just puts us to sleep. I'm going to go ahead and assume that lots of contemporary readers have a similar response to turn, at least the first time through. The whole literary endeavor seems to run counter to horror, at least to what we now think of as horror. Thanks especially to movies and television, horror is a sensory experience, not a verbal one. Lots of screaming, lots of gruesome visuals and crunching, relatively light, untalking and reflecting. If you are writing for an audience seeking this type of experience, you'll get nowhere borrowing from James. Just go with, oh no, no, dear God, no, and lots of one-sentence paragraphs. But I've come to believe that retrospect is a great place from which to tell a scary story. For one thing, there's the problem posed by memory itself. What do I really remember? What have I forgotten due to the trauma of the experience? Maybe I've gone crazy and none of this ever really happened. Or maybe it's going to happen again, even though I've been free of those awful apparitions, I think, for all these years. A story like Turn, you see, is never over. So the process of writing it, instead of being a clumsy and unbelievable device, the vampire is coming through my door right now, his foul breath is upon me, but I must keep writing, becomes a necessary part of the story. The narrator of Turn is trying to make sense of her memory, to recollect the experience in as much detail as possible, while constantly questioning the accuracy of those details. What if she hasn't got them right? What if she has? Either way, the implications are terrible. Writing itself becomes a type of horror, a compulsion the writer can't resist but also can't bear to face. It's not just the shock of the experience that frightens the writer, but realizing all the aspects of what it's done to her and what it is still doing to her. She is, to this day, bewildered. It produced in me this figure in the clear twilight, I remember, two distinct gasps of emotion, which were, sharply, the shock of my first and that of my second surprise. My second was a violent perception of the mistake of my first. The man who met my eyes was not the person I had precipitately supposed. There came to me thus a bewilderment of vision of which, after these years, there is no living view that I can hope to give. James's kind of horror isn't simple. It's a complicated experience, which is confusing even in recollection. But the confusion is rendered with obsessive precision as the narrator tries to make sense of the nonsensical. The passage I just read is the moment that bewilderment of vision sets in. 
The narrator has lived at least long enough to write the story, but from this point on she is lost in the wilderness, and she knows it. That's the horror, watching herself become lost, not once but twice, first during the original events and then in the written depiction of those events. She is trying to name, that is, to fix in time and place, the events as well as her own disintegrating personhood, and she is just barely hanging on. So should we try to write like Henry James? Or, to put it another way, could anyone in our time write a story like this in this manner? I think it would be well worth trying, even using James's style, giving shadings to shadings. Possibly the memoir format could work here, only it's a fictional memoir, and instead of redemption at the end, you could portray the growing recognition that there is no way to capture and fix, in both senses, one's memories.